Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. Hi, I'm Sharon McNamara, and you are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. Let me share a little bit about my background before we get started. I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, a boutique real estate firm that is home to over 30 real estate sales and marketing consultants who service home buyers and home sellers throughout Boston, the South Shore, the South Coast, and Cape Cod. Our firm takes pride in assisting our clients in the next chapter of their lives by taking a holistic approach to their real estate endeavors. We believe that every move should be a moving experience. Every week, my real estate team member, Mary Baker, and I, along with the director of Boston Connect Real Estate, Melissa Wallace, provide you with our unique marketing approach to selling homes and share with you our expertise in navigating the home buying process. We like to mix it up sometimes, so not only will you hear our perspective on real estate topics, but you will hear the expert thoughts and opinions of some of our real estate agents at Boston Connect Real Estate and the preferred professionals that we trust. Be part of our roundtable. If you have any questions during the show, please call 781-837-4900. We'd love to talk real estate. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and wherever you listen to podcasts at Talk Real Estate Roundtable. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team or one of the dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with us at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Now, sit back. Relax, take good notes, and let's talk real estate. And hello to all our South Shore neighbors. You are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable with McNamara Broker Team. I don't even think we I don't even think we go by that anymore. Uh, but you know, whatever. We just go by our names. We, we just go by our names. Uh, my name is Melissa Wallace, and I am here in studio with my team member Mary Baker. Hello. Hello. I, oh. I was going to say I'm Mary Baker. Yeah, <laughs> you already said that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you are. Um, if you listened to Rob Hackala this morning, I called in, um, and Sharon uh, is not joining us tonight. She is spending some quality time with family. Well, she's actually on her way home now, but... On a flight uh, that was delayed. On a flight that was delayed. Um, six hours? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not looking forward to traveling next at the end of next month. Yeah. Um, I'm, I, a little, just, I'm a little nervous about it. <laughs> you should show up to the airport a day early. Um, and and, or, a day, and, and then, or a day late, and I'll yeah, still get on my no, flight. Show up a day early, and then show up to come home a day late, and you'll be fine. Perfect. Um, because that's sort of what has been happening ever since we started traveling again, at least our team. Um, but we are joined by the one and only Kristen Howlett. She is a full-time real estate agent here at Boston Connect Real Estate. She has joined us quite a few times, right, Kristen? I have. You're becoming yeah. a pro now. Yeah, I sure am. You're becoming the fourth, uh, the fourth member here. What are? We're just gonna go by your name, Kristen yeah. Hallett. Yeah, Kristen. Join it on, John. Join it on up. I'm ready. Joining all up. Join it on up. So, so Invisalign problem, right? I lost my sixth set. So, the ones that I'm wearing right now, I'm actually not ready for. So that's why I'm gonna lisp like really, really bad today, and my teeth hurt so bad. Oh. But it's, it was dumb of me. I lost my top retainer. Well, anyway, anybody who's had Invisalign feels the pain, <laughs> knows what I'm going through right now. And you, you've 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 overcome. You've come a long way. I get used to it. I, it comes in waves sometimes, and then I cry myself to sleep because I hate it so much. Mm-hmm. But it'll be worth it. I'll, I'll have a pretty smile for my wedding, hopefully. Yes, you will. Not hopefully, you will. Think positive, Flair. Okay. Yep. 
We're going positive today, guys. Going positive. But for those of you who have not heard Kristen on our show before, Kristen, why don't you take this time to introduce yourself to all of our listeners, um, how long you've been in the business, how long you've been with us at Boston Connect, the areas that you service, all that fun stuff. So um, if you haven't listened to me, you're in for a treat. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Kristen Howlett. I am a full-time real estate agent at Boston Connect. Sure I've been are. here since the inception of my real estate career. So you started with me, me too, truthfully. Yeah. So yep. when I, I, this is the first company I ever joined up with, and I say I bleed blue. Mm-hmm. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, me too, I guess. <laughs> bleed blue and peri- bleed periwinkle. And <laughs> periwinkle and navy. <laughs> I service um, pretty much anywhere. Bridgewater, I live in you Bridgewater really do with go, my family. You really do go mm-hmm. anywhere. Just happened in Fall River, and I love that area now. Westport. Really? Yep, Fall River. So it's it's becoming revitalized. The commuter rail's coming down there. That's that's the city, nice. and you're right near the water. It's okay. really nice. Okay. Um, so yeah, I will I will do anything, anything you need. <laughs> she's she's here for you. And that you. is true. And and everybody in her family will do anything that you need as well because yeah. there have been many times where Kristen has either told me or called me and told me, uh, uh, my Jake is going to pick up so and so's furniture. We've rented a U-Haul. We've done all these things. So he just hung a, you... a mirror, a vanity mirror, in someone's bathroom, and he also um, hooked up a Nest um, thermostat. Of course he did. Mm-hmm. What Actually, can, Owen what can Jake too. not do? Yeah, he's pretty good. Handy. He's pretty good. Yeah. And Brian. They've, mm-hmm. They're all helpful. Yeah, they do. Ava has come here. So your daughter, Ava, has come uh, and helped us out with some of our events here. Um, you, you just, your family is a, a, a Boston Connect family. Yep. <laughs> yeah. um, but tonight we are going to be talking about uh, how to maximize your home search. So Kristen had reached out to me the other day and asked if she could join us on the show. And usually when uh, agents ask if they can come on the show or Sharon says something about what we want to talk about uh, on the radio show, it's usually because something has happened in our business, um, either personally or, or a story that we've heard. Um, something has happened that, that has brought this topic to light. Uh, so my immediate response to you was, what happened? What's going on? <laughs> um, but this is just something that, you know, you wanted to talk about. Nothing nothing serious happened. No no drama behind this. But um, we want to be talking about uh, how to maximize your home search. So your top tips and all that, all that jazz. Um, but we're going to start off with a couple statistics, right? So statistics. Kristen did her homework. She did some uh, research. And I know Mary is, Mary is super big into statistics but mary likes the numbers with sharon so they can be talking numbers for the next 45 minutes and i'm just like okay we need to like put in real words in 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 here in between these numbers because you know our listeners aren't looking at these numbers so let's have a little bit of an explanation behind these but Kristen came up with a couple statistics that she found on, is this the National Association of Realtors or? Yes. Okay. Um, so we, which one do you want to start off I'm going to start with the first one, which is, <laughs> which, because that's kind of what we're talking about tonight is the importance of a buyer's agent. Mm-hmm. And um, for those of you who don't know, there's typically a listing agent and you can, Hire a buyer's agent who can help you with your home search, help you find properties, assist you with showing the properies, going to op- accompanying you to open houses, 
helping you with all the things that have to do with buying a house, which is a big deal. Yeah. Okay. So we'll say that the the top tip to maximize your home search is to use a buyer's agent. And <laughs> according to the National Association of Realtors, 41% of home buyers choose a real estate agent based on a recommendation. Yeah. So our so the majority of our agents in this office, I know Sharon and Mary definitely uh, work by referral. So it's you know either a past client. Um, or a client that has referred one of our agents. So, or a friend. Or a friend, yeah. uh, family members, anything like that. And we'll get into the whole like online searching mm -hmm. and, and those who quote unquote buy leads. and Other business professionals. Yeah. Um, but we here at Boston Connect, we work by referral. And I would say that everybody's doing a pretty good job at that. Mm -hmm. Um, but but what that means is that somebody is sort of they have your back they they have your business in a sense you know so they they're saying hey I used so and so I had this experience and I had read and I think I had mentioned this on a, a previous show that I had read that you know at least millennials or anybody sort of nowadays are looking online and looking at reviews and they'll look at X amount of reviews before they purchase anything or mm -hmm. they use a service or use somebody uh, for a service. Um, and it's almost like they they trust the opinions of strangers. Mm -hmm. So Well, because it's... Well, no, I guess. I was going to say, nobody ever goes on and... Um, gives anybody glowing reviews, right? So the whole joke about when you're looking at to purchase anything or to go to any restaurant, you'll find 10 bad reviews before you'll find one glowing review. And it's because people like to go to the internet to complain. So I do kind of find it interesting that, you know, hopefully there's no bad reviews about any of us out there, but we're, they're looking at um, strangers' opinions and taking that kind of at face value. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I think it's true because I think about like myself when I'm I buy a lot of things on Amazon, so I <laughs> surprise yeah, yeah I do I walked into three boxes this morning <laughs> well they're three items they just happen to box them separately <laughs> um, I buy a lot of things on Amazon and of course I have everything shipped here to the office um, but. I, I do look at some of the reviews and and I'm sort of weary when there's only like 10 reviews on something and compared to, you know, something else that has over 2000 reviews and it's, you and know, And if it's four the same item, star. wouldn't you you would typically yeah. buy the one that has the most reviews? Could be the same exact. Yeah, I yeah. have and I've waited longer. It might cuz I have Prime, but I might wait a little bit longer, but it had over 2000 reviews. So I'm trusting 2000 strangers mm -hmm. to tell me, "Okay, yeah, this is this is sort of worth the wait." Mm -hmm. And that's just how I can relate to this. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I look, I look at reviews and stuff like that. We'll just say this so, one more time. So if 41% of home buyers choose a real estate agent based on a recommendation. So that could be anything. So when we're talking about working by referral, too, that's, you know, a past client of ours that maybe we, is really a family friend then referred us to their friend that they work with, and that's... That's a recommendation, same thing, mm -hmm. right? So it's not only going online and reading about the reviews, even though those people probably do do a little bit of background on you, kind of check up on your 
Facebook, your Instagram, you know, I'm sure. What are you selling in the area? How can they Google your name? What do you look like? Things like that. Um, but that hot recommendation or that warm recommendation from somebody that you already trust mm -hmm. to somebody that they trusted to help them go through a similar experience, I think is pretty telling. I mean, telling and I know how I feel when I get one. How you feel? You feel warm, warm and fuzzy? I get so excited. Oh, you, when you get a referral. So yeah. as a buyer's agent yeah. or a listing agent, when you get a referral, yes. because so that just reaffirms to you that you did a good job for your client and they trust you with somebody that they love and care about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. And I, to back up on that, 75% of home buyers choose the first agent they interview. So if you've been recommended. 41% of the time, you already feel as if you know that person. Mm -hmm. So that statistic, I think, is almost, I mean, I guess not abnormally high. I don't want to say it's abnormal. It's like skewed a little bit. That 71% that interviewing the first or working with the first agent that they interview. Because it might be the first agent that they interview, but it's somebody that was referred to them. So they already feel as if they know that person. Agreed. Ergo, you know, they don't really feel as if they're just walking in off the street talking to Phil Dunphy. But we... Aww. What? We would all like Phil Dunphy. I would love to work with Phil Dunphy. <laughs> From Modern Family? Oh, my gosh. I forgot about, like, Modern Family for a second, so I really thought that you said, like, an agent's name on the South Shore. So I was like, I had a little bit of a heart attack over here. Like, oh, my gosh, we don't call people out like this. No, we we, we joke that Sam is Phil Dunphy. Yeah, Sam is Phil Dunphy. But I would be... I would be curious to see how many, like, what percentage of people use the agent that they're connected with through their online searching. Mm, and we'll get, we'll get into, to that. Yeah, we'll get into sort of online searching, whether it's the Zillow or any other, you know, you know, contact this agent button. Um, we'll get into that a little bit later in the show. But I'd be curious to know how, like, what percentage of people actually, like, work with that agent that they meet off of some button that they've pressed online. Agreed. Hmm. So to pick I got a story. I got a story. No, I'm kidding. So, so Mary reaches out to Melissa and says, oh my gosh, you have to use Kristen. And then we meet and then I, what happens next? I, we talk, <laughs> we well, feel each know. other out. You interview each other. Interview each other. I know I explain the process of buying. I always like to bring my buyers into the office. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's a really important step yep. now. I don't know that it ever wasn't not important, but it's becoming more and more important in our industry to be slowing buyers down. Because I remember when I first started, it was very much like, oh my gosh, Mary, I just saw this house pop up on Zillow. I want to go see it like today. Yeah. Or a lot of cold calls that would come in and they'd be like, I want to go see your listing today. And it's like, okay, well, now it's more, let's slow down. Let's have you come into the office. Let's set the ex level of expectation as to what buying in this market is actually going to look like for you. And let's learn about each other because this is no longer, you know, you put in a $50,000 below asking offer and negotiate with the seller back and forth. Or, nor do we have time to really, I mean, it's like, I like... I like this house. I want to put an offer in. Boom, we're doing it. Yeah, and, and you need to be prepped in order to be able to do that, right? right? Yeah, yeah. That's very I true. have a good example that um, I just had a, a newer buyer that I've been working with, and um, he came in. We went through every, and I do go through everything. 
this is what the contract to purchase will look like. At this point, you might need a check. I'm, I'm amazed at how many people forget that they need money, money. up front, yeah. that they need at least 5% and even to put in an offer. Even if your your home sale is, is your purchase is contingent on your home sale, you still need that money. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's so sometimes you you just taking 20 minutes, half an hour, an hour to go over all those things, it alleviates so many questions in the end mm -hmm. or things that pop up. I think I totally agree. Something important to, to point out that you guys sort of touched upon just there was you're not as a buyer, you're not just interviewing an agent. The agent is interviewing you, too. I 100%, and I don't know if that's maybe going to come across as rude um, in some circumstances, but I very much, and I'm sure you do too, you want to work with people that you are similar to, that you enjoy, that you... Everyone, ha they have to be fun. You, that they, make you laugh. I literally, they can't be not fun. I say to my buyers, I go, I want to be friends with you at the end of this. If I'm going to work with you, that means I want to be friends. Like, that's how much I enjoy, you know, our company. Because at the end of the day, you're going to come at me with some really hard questions. And if I don't like you now, I'm not going to like you when, you know, I have to be explaining myself X, Y, and Z or going through the process when you are highly emotional and vice versa. If the yeah. sound of my voice bugs you, it's going to bug you six months from now when I'm calling you to say, I'm sorry, we didn't get our offer accepted again. And I think you and I are similar in that what you see is really what you get. 100%. Like, and 100%. Invisalign and all. <laughs> well, that's true because if you, if you sort of put out there that I'm here to waste your time type of thing. No. It, because, let me, let's be real. At the end of the day, you guys are trying to make a living. Okay, so if somebody is going to run you ragged and is not serious and just wants to look just to look, they're not a serious buyer. So if, if, if that's why it's the whole we're interviewing you too mm -hmm. um, as a buyer because if you don't have loyalty to us, then, then you got to look for another agent. Yeah. Or look look for somebody else. If it's else. not a mutual relationship, then it's because not going to work. Because there are people out there that will just look at a property with the listing agent. Yep. So you're going from agent to agent yep. to agent. They don't have any loyalty to you. Yeah. Their, their loyalty is to their client who already has a contract with them mm -hmm. to sell their house. And, and sometimes I think that's just because people don't realize. They just don't know the whole process. Maybe they just... You know. And why a buyer's agent is important and what exactly. they actually do for you. And it's free for you. And I do always, I do, no matter if it's the listing side or the buy side, I always say, if we decide to work together, because I also 100%. don't, I don't want somebody to feel like they have to work with me just because we should mutually decide to work together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I couldn't agree because more. Because I'm fun. You are fun. You make everybody laugh. <laughs> um, what is the next, next statistic you want to talk about? That's a tongue twister for me. Yeah. And I'm I don't not, even I'm have Invisalign. I'm not even going to attempt it. I just it. have a fake tooth over here. <laughs> We're all having uh, tooth problems over here, all three of us. Okay, so the next one I have is only 5% of all buyers choose to purchase a home directly from the owner. This one was interesting, and I feel like this is more of a seller's like statistic. Because well, let's, let's, uh, I can elaborate on it. Yeah. When they decide to buy a home, most people, 89%, first turn to a real estate agent. Buyers who decide to contact homeowners directly are rare. 
in more than half the cases, they already know the person mm. they're buying from. Another 5% choose to buy directly from the builder. Mary could speak more about that. I, yeah. I, I'm not Mary, but I will speak. <laughs> um, I'm, a, I'm, I'm actually not surprised by that because we're always like sort of telling people who want to put their house on the market themselves and sell it themselves, which is a for sale by owner, FISBO, um, that you're going to get more money and more recognition and exposure when you use a real estate agent. So if you sell your house for more, it won't matter if you are paying an agent. What was the statistic um, in in our class the other day? 80%. 80%. Eight, uh, $80,000. $80, more. Yeah. Yeah. So on so on average, when you're listing, the, NAR, the National Association of Realtors has put out a statistic, and I don't know if it was from 2020 or 2021, um, that when you're listing with a real estate agent, so the, the opposite of a FISBO for sale by owner, the agents are actually able to get their clients about 80% more than the mm-hmm. FISBO. Sorry, I just felt like I had to explain yeah. that. Yeah. Probably by listing on multiple listing service and exposing it. Yeah. I feel like we should keep this statistic. I can't, I have a hard time with that word. Um, it's sort of in our back pocket every time we do talk about FISBOs on the show yeah. or even in, in real life um, because this, this is – something that's proving our point it's like only five percent of the whole buyer pool think about how many buyers are out there right now yeah there's zero listen there's like two houses for sale in the town of pembroke right now yeah (laughs) Um, that's crazy so think about all the buyers that are out there right now only five percent of them are going to purchase something that's not on the market and that's being sold by its owner its current owner um so, and the other 5% is going directly to a builder, which Mary has seen before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that's that's sort of more common than somebody buying a FISBO. Is that correct? I would say yes, in the sense that usually the builder is already affiliated with a real estate agent or working with a real estate agent to market those properties. So while they're not necessarily, maybe they're not going direct to the builder, they're going direct to the builder's agent and or sometimes they're experienced with new construction in some way shape or form i don't know that your everyday first-time home buyer who's never been in the market ever is going to approach a builder without a real estate agent involved in some aspect i think that would be incredibly truthfully dangerous um and risky for a buyer yeah but usually there's an agent like myself or sharon on the other side to help facilitate the process with that buyer well th- we've also seen that you know some of these builders who do like the onesie twosies that's why i say it gets very dangerous they get their real estate license mm-hmm. yeah so they don't have to pay a realtor mm-hmm. to sell their builds mm-hmm. they get it themselves um so that could be part of the five percent as well um but i think the, it's it's always sort of smart to have somebody who does this for a living mm-hmm. <laughs> full time who's going to who's advocate, going to for, advocate you. for you right. exactly right um but yeah i'm i'm not sort of surprised by the 89% um going with an agent going with an agent mm-hmm. okay so and the third one our third one is you guys are so funny tonight 93% of people visit websites when searching for homes Okay. That's earth-shattering. That sort of rolls into (laughs) 
the rest of the show. I uh, think the it's probably more. I think it's more probably more like ninety nine percent. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't imagine any when you're buying your house. Period. I don't care if it's the real estate agent. They're finding your house almost always on the internet or by a sphere of influence that they have around them, network of agents that are selling. Social media. Social yeah. media. Yep. And then when you're a buyer looking, you're you're looking on the internet or you're talking to your real estate agent that's looking on the internet. And to break that down even further, um, it it's the best option for nearly all age groups. The older millennials, 29 to 38, seem to be leading the pack again with a staggering 98% of internet-relying home buyers. Okay, so maybe I'm just biased there because I am obviously an older gen- uh, older millennial. <laughs> I'm like, my 98, my 98%, 100%, like, yeah. there's no doubt in my mind. The, the so-called silent generation pushed in a different direction. While 72% of them turned to website searches, about 86 of old-timers preferred to consult with a real estate agent. And that makes sense to me, too. Yeah, I would say yep, so. Yep. I mean, wh- where they might be browsing on the internet, they're not really making any decisions yep. until they're... They want that They want that relationship. One-on-one, yeah, yep. that personal relationship. Nearly half of all buyers get informed through yard signs, and slightly more than that go to open house events. Yeah, I mean, I just, based off of my experience of ho- hosting open houses, it just, there's a lot of looky-loos, there's mm. a lot of mm. neighbors, and I think we were able to cut down on that during COVID and during our COVID restrictions, because I remember doing an open house with Sharon one day, and literally I had to tell the neighbors that they couldn't come into the open house because we that were, was a while we were ago. scheduled. Yeah, this was like in the beginning of the pandemic. I think it was like the first open house like we were during pandemic. Yeah, you know, so we had social distancing out on the lawn <laughs> and everybody had to check in with me. But with that one, it was like a four hour long open house and everybody had a time slot. So we knew everybody who was showing up. So anybody that showed up and didn't because it wasn't in MLS as a public open house because we didn't want the public sort yeah. of just showing up. If you had an agent come with your agent. If you didn't have an agent, just contact us directly and we'll show you the house and then you can choose to work with us or not. More of like our a, job is to sell the house. Open house. But open we, house. you know, every time somebody came up to me and said, you know, oh yeah, we're here for the open house. Oh, do you have an appointment? Oh no. Oh, how'd you hear about the open house? Oh, we live down the street. Yeah, I'm sorry, but we're booked solid. Like mm. we're, this is COVID. Like mm-hmm. we're supposed to be social distancing. This isn't time to looky-loo. And we had like 40 people out on mm. the friggin' I feel like just the state of the market in general, and I know this is a little off topic, the state of our current market right now, I don't know that it's fun to just be driving around looking for open houses and trying to like clamor in with 40 other people, you know, all at the same time. I think it used to be a fun pastime when the market was a little bit more of a buyer's market. Mm -hmm. Now that, I mean, we're so far past a seller's market, we're like... I don't know. We're halfway to the moon by now. Yes, yeah. we are. Yeah. Um, then I don't know that it's fun for neighbors to just, like, pop on by. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's just my personal opinion. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Honestly, like, who even has the time for that? But if you want to join in on the conversation, you can call George at the studio, 781-837-4900, um, and he will get you connected with us. We're not live on Facebook tonight, um, but we are having fun in the studio, so give us a, we give sure us a are. ring. Give us a ring. I or actually you did my hair today. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so, <laughs> Sorry. So let's talk about. Yeah, I want to talk really about what you want to want. 
because this is a very interesting topic to me and a very interesting perspective that I think a lot of people don't get to see. So so let's role play. Okay. So okay. Again, Mary um, Mary tells Melissa that she needs to work with Kristen. Okay. So Melissa, work with Kristen. Hello. So you we we meet and then what are you doing next? What are you doing at 10 o'clock at night when you're lying in bed? I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking online. Where are you looking? She's an older millennial, so she's um, I'm she's at 98%. <laughs> I'm looking on Zillow, Trulia, Realtor, Redfin. Redfin. Mm-hmm. All, All those, third, okay, so, those fun third-party sites. So, so something interesting comes up. What do you do? Um... I press the button. I like that says, "Oh, tour the schedule of showing." Or tour get, well, well, get on more Zillow. information. Well, get on more Zillow, on Zillow, it will say contact agent, and you hit that button, and it asks you for your contact information. But what do you think if you if you're prompted to contact agent, who do you think you're contacting? Um, I think that I'm contacting the listing agent. And you you're probably going to say, "Hey, Melissa, Mary told me." to work with Kristen, but I'm going to call you to find out some more information about this property. I really want Kristen to show it to me, but I'm going to get some information from it. Here's yeah, maybe I don't know if I like it yet. Maybe I don't know if it's going to, you know, um, fit what I'm looking for. But so what, what really happens? Well, mm. hold on. Let me expand on this. <clears throat> uh, I'm awake at 2 a.m., because my cat is wanting <laughs> breakfast, and uh, no, she she does this to me. She wakes me up at two. I say, uh, it's two. It's not six. She's a hungry, hungry hippo. Yeah, her. And now Ja is out there like every morning, like hello. <laughs> he now she's influencing him. So I have two cats waking me up at two a.m. Okay, and now I can't fall back to sleep. I'm gonna start my home search. I send an email to my realtor, Kristen. She doesn't answer me. And now it's 2.05. Why hasn't she answered me? You know what? I think I'm just going to click this button. I just want some more information. You know, harmless. Not, not a They're big deal. They're just going to send me an email, maybe. Not a big deal. Now yeah. now what have I done? Now now, now what? You have opened Pandora's box. <laughs> <laughs> All because you are, didn't answer me at 2 a.m. Chances are you are going to be put into a queue of other agents who are hungry for for you as a buyer's agent who are as up a, at 2 a.m getting ice cream and their phone pings because they're hungry not just for leads but, mm-hmm. <laughs> but for ice so cream. so they are going to call melissa right back mm-hmm. 2 a.m 3 a.m whatever it takes and they are going to say hey melissa how can i help you with 123 main street oh well you know i just wanted uh, some information about the property do you have do you know you know with the age of the roof. Is the is the basement finished? Is the basement finished? Um, How much yeah. square footage? What's the on, back, is the backyard what, fenced in? What's the lowest the sellers will take? To be honest, I, I've never seen the property. <laughs> oh, thank you for your honesty, because not everybody oh, is. <laughs> oh, interesting. So are you the... Are you the agent? No, I'm not the agent. Oh, you, but I can you, help you. You don't have maybe, 123 Main Street? No, but okay. do, you, do you really want 123 Main Street? Because I have 126 Main Street. Uh, oh, is that better? Maybe. Is, that better? is it cheaper? It's <laughs> it has a fenced-in backyard. <laughs> it's so a one-bedroom. How, how, how many bedrooms do you yeah. need? <laughs> I can show. But you, can you show me one, two, three Main Street? I, I can. Um, we can meet there. Okay. Um, do you want to meet there tomorrow? I actually have a buyer's agent. Uh, oh. 
Yeah, oh, I have a well, buyer's agent. Her name well, is Kristen. Well, that changes everything. Oh, does why, it? Why does that change does. everything? Thank you. Come again. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Thank you. Come again. Or right. they wouldn't say thank you. Come again. They'd be like, okay, well, maybe I can still meet you over maybe there. Maybe we can still. Have right. you signed a contract? And no, you haven't signed a contract. Okay, well, I can still show it to you. And I guess our point is that. Um, Thanks for coming along for the ride. <laughs> <laughs> our our point is that sometimes it, through no fault of, uh, maybe it's not, you know, it's not intentional. It can be a little deceiving when you think that you're going to contact the agent and you're actually not contacting the listing agent. You're contacting somebody who's never seen the property, mm -hmm. who doesn't know anything about the property. I did a little um, deep dive. So Zillow, it's contact agent. It asks you for your contact information, which we know that the Z company also sells. Yes, they sell your information to, to mm -hmm. other companies. Um, it's data mining. I mean, yeah. has anybody ever have watched The Social Dilemma? Yeah. Go out and watch it because I cried and stopped taking any I notifications the on my phone. Social Network. That's different. Different. <laughs> <laughs> it's where it all started. So Realtor.com is very similar. Um, they ask they ask you for your contact information. Realtor does. Um, I I did see it does actually show you at the tippy top who the listing agent is, but it's not easily accessible. Mm -hmm. You'd have to write down the agent's You'd have to name. know what you're looking for, You'd don't you to, think? Exactly. Instead of that bright for. button that says contact agent. Um, it does give you the listing agent of it, but it doesn't link you to it. And then Redfin, which I, I will give Redfin props because I love their app. I think their app is so user-friendly. It gives you all the information. It's got great pictures. It's literally got everything you need, but... When you go in there, the first thing that's flashing at you is schedule a tour. Mm -hmm. And this is what I have a problem with, only because I just had a listing and I did have people calling and thinking. I actually had a client, a buyer client, who thought that she made an appointment with the listing agent to show a property that I was going to accompany her with. But really, it was an agent who, again, wasn't the listing agent, didn't know anything about the property, mm -hmm. just kind of put it on there. There were no showings until the open house, which was six days away. But all I kept thinking was, what if this buyer went, or any buyer, went and just met a random person and went to a random house that really wasn't ready to be shown? It's wasting your time. It's wasting the buyer's time. It's really wasting everybody's time. Mm. Well, Kristen, why don't you talk about... I know this is a little bit off topic, but we'll talk about your listing in Taunton and what happened with one of your showings there. So I had a showing, right, so this doesn't have anything to do with the online leads, but no. Um, same thing. We, we went on market. We had back-to-back -back showings on Friday with open house Saturday and Sunday. Friday was all appointment only, um, and she has a cat, so I did a company showings for her, and I was sitting there, and this gentleman came in, and... I thought it was the buyer's agent, and we started looking around, and then quickly I realized that it was actually the buyer. The buyer's agent just sent his client, and we walked around, I think through the whole first floor apartment before I realized that he wasn't, and then he went on his way and immediately got a phone call from the buyer's agent asking me how the showing went. Oh, my God. What did you think? How did, <laughs> yeah. he, how did he react? 
there was never a, hey, Kristen, would you mind showing it to him? And or, really, hey, I got caught in traffic. I'm sorry I wasn't able to yeah. make it. Thank you so much for showing him. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I would have been like, I hope you don't have a contract with him because I have shown him the property. So if he wants to put it up, if he wants to put an offer in, it'll be with me. Yeah. I mean, it was not an open house. An open house is understandable. Yeah. And of we course. all, we all, you know, traditionally we'll say we honor all relationships. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's the first question most of the time do you have an agent? We're not mm-hmm. here to. Yeah, you know that's more about professional yeah, courtesy exactly. than, than than and I'm sorry, but I don't know who this agent was being lazy. Right. Yeah. Okay. So that's an example of of a buyer's agent just sort of not doing what they're supposed to be doing. But but I do think that peep. I do think it's important for everyone to realize that when you do log on to a Redfin or a Zillow or a realtor, um, you. It's highly unlikely that you're being connected with the listing agent or that the information that you're really being given. So in that scenario with your client, she was looking at Redfin and seeing, okay, this house, you know, I'm not, I'm going to set up an appointment for us, me and Kristen at 2.30 yep. or whatever it is, 2.30 because that's schedule when it says. Schedule a tour. She wanted to schedule a tour. That's when it says it's available. Mm-hmm. But in reality, you have the information in MLS that they are actually aren't showing that property. They're not showing it until the open house. So potentially if your client either didn't contact you right away or was just like, oh, hey, Kristen, I just went to try and see 123 Main Street, she could potentially have driven, I don't know where she lives, but say a half an hour away to go there and find out that she really doesn't have access to the property. Exactly. Um, Which that's what your your point was and that's what you were upset about, right? 100%. And I also think that what, what the consumer doesn't understand or the buyer is that once you do click that button, it's, 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 I mean, you can do so, but you will pretty much get a phone call back guaranteed. Sometimes not by one, because I think sometimes it goes into a, it goes into a queue. And if Mary's the first agent Mm -hmm. and she doesn't answer, then it's going to go to Melissa. Then it's going to go to Kristen. So you could get up to, 10 phone calls and until you make contact it's going to keep going mm-hmm. and i showed melissa a great yeah. <laughs> there's an snl skit that uh kristen showed me yesterday and then showed mary today um it's a little inappropriate to, it's to a little risque a little risque to talk about the full th- skit on uh on on the radio the radio mm-hmm. i almost said the internet google google zillow about. SNL. <laughs> it is quite funny. Um, That's what all agents think about yeah. Zillow, just so you know. So part of it is, is, you know, contacting Zillow, and then you just get bombarded with, with phone calls. Oh, you, you want to see this property? <laughs> I don't know. I kind of abandoned Zillow a while ago. I mean, Sharon and I collectively um, a couple of years ago. When I say abandoned, I mean... We just were not actively on there. We have profiles, and people can leave us reviews on there, and you can see our past sales. But a lot of times, agents want to be the number one so-and-so or the preferred agent in their area. And what a lot of people don't realize is you're like me as an agent, I could pay Zillow X amount of dollars to be put in on certain listings in certain towns. And that's who you're really contacting. To make sure that you hit contact agent. Yeah. And it goes to Mary. Exactly. So it's, and we did do that for some time. And I'll be completely honest, at the time, 
I was not successful with it. I really, I really wasn't. I, we get super, super anxiety being that agent that was getting those Zillow calls because they're completely cold. So we started this conversation by talking about warm leads and warm referrals and, you know, being introduced to people. You have no idea, even as the agent, who you're getting on the other side. And no offense, like I'm, (laughs) no offense, I don't know who you are and you're asking me to go see a vacant house. Not likely. Not a, when I was young and dumb. Yeah, I, I definitely did it. Not when there's no electricity and it's eight o'clock at night. <laughs> but it's 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 anxiety ridden. Like I don't know you. You don't know me. And you don't know anything about the property. Yeah, so I can't intelligently me, talk about it. For me, I have I have I have done those calls in the past. And the first thing I did, I learned the first thing I did say was, I am not the listing agent on that property because to me feeling foolish about not knowing if there was I a can't basement or a yard or anything else, it made me feel yeah. kind of less than. I totally but, agree. Uh, you know, and, and we're, we're, we're not saying this in a negative because really there are, there are quite a few positives to Zillow too. We talked today about yeah. about agents that, I mean, um, clients. clients that we ended up loving and it, and it started as a cold lead. And But I liked what you said to me earlier too. When that happens... It's because you hit it off with that person and their personality. Truthfully, like the the one that we were talking about earlier, we literally just closed with these awesome, awesome clients on Monday, and they were happened to be looking in our area in Pembroke, and they just happened to contact me somehow. I really don't know how they got to me, and I just happen to know a lot about Pembroke and the house and that we they were talking about. To be sitting in the office having a wonderful time, and Mary got up to take the call, and we were all teasing her about. And, lo- and, lo- and now look at this. Mm-hmm. Now look at she us. followed through. Yep. Yeah. But so it can it can work, but you do have to be discerning. And it's kind of funny because that same couple that I was telling you about, I told you they went to an open house right before they met me, and they, and they had told them, oh, I met an agent on Zillow, and there was another real estate agent who I don't know her name, um, but she was like, oh, you don't want to work with anybody that's via Zillow. They don't know you. They don't. And he's like, well. Because you know me any better? Like, I just mm-hmm. walked in, yeah. like, here. Yeah. So he was really put off that she was putting somebody else down. And then they met me, and I'm exactly who I was on the phone. Right. <laughs> like, that nothing changed. But I just think people have to be discerning or maybe a little bit more aware, eyes wide open type thing. Because mm-hmm. you just don't know who, and, who and you're I, getting. And I think the moral of the story is if you're in the market to buy a house, ask around. Ask your friends. Ask Ask somebody maybe that just bought something and say, you know, would you recommend the realtor that you worked with? Try at least to go that route first and establish some sort of a relationship because it is. It is the the biggest purchase of your life. And you need somebody on your side. You need somebody who you're going to trust. And it might not necessarily be the first agent that you meet. It might mm-hmm. be the second one. Mm-hmm. But there is if, nothing wrong with interviewing more mm-hmm, than one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you go to sell your house, you usually interview more than one agent unless you know for sure you're going to go with the agent that you use to purchase it. So Mm -hmm. if a seller can interview a couple agents to sell their house, why can't a buyer? Um, We only have about five minutes left, but I do want to say this. I think it's important um, to, to note that... Your agent has access to all the listings that you see at 2 o'clock in the morning Mm -hmm. on Zillow, Realtor.com, all those websites. So if you are staying within sort of the 
the realm of what you want and you've told your agent that when you get set up on MLS by your agent, which you should, um, if you're looking for a property, those properties are going to be on that list. So if you veer off and, you know, you told your agent you want a two bedroom, but now you're looking at five bedrooms with your budget is twice as much like really good point that's not something that you've told your agent that you can afford or that that's just what you're looking for so if you're doing that and pressing the want more information like it's not gonna really help your sort of home search so if you i think maybe starting off really broad with your agent Mm -hmm. in your search will help sort of eliminate the whole let me press this button online and get more information because you're already going to see it on your list from your realtor and then you can start to sort of eliminate okay i don't necessarily like this town it's too far from work i wouldn't want this commute okay do i really need three bedrooms maybe two bedrooms will be fine um or maybe two bedrooms might not be enough so let's go to three four oh i wanted a condo but now i want a single family you know sort of that's that's sort of how you start to eliminate everything you just said and I'll I know I'll just be quick everything that you just said though that's why you need a good relationship with your buyer's agent because those are the conversations that you're having yeah like all day every day it's it very much is a relationship it's not just like send a house book an appointment send a house book an appointment that's mm-hmm. not that's not how we operate mm-hmm. and I, I'm sitting here thinking too is it just because that's how this entire office works that we can't understand calling a stranger, meeting them at a house, and having them show. Like, is it because we are relationship-based that we, you know, I, I want to know everything about you before we start to I date think there's for all different 45 types of to 60 out days. There. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think it is. But to piggyback on your point, too, you know, going through the search, but also when you see something online, it's, it's most times in MLS, and we get the down and dirty there's sometimes remarks in there yeah. that the public can't see and we can see that oh it might need an entire septic system yeah. or it might need you know there, there might be things that make it less than perfect and that's our job to be able to convey that yeah. information to you well there is a section in mls at for a listing that is just information that an agent can see so the general public doesn't see certain like firm remarks or disclosures offer deadlines offer mm-hmm. deadlines um, you know, commuter open ho- or uh, broker open houses. So your your agent might be able to see the property before you. Right. Um, so th- there are things that agents can see that you as a as a consumer or as a buyer can't see. Um, Kristen, we only have about a minute or so, so I want you to be able to give all your contact information. Um, so please go ahead. Kristen Howlett, Boston Connect Real Estate, 617-448-4896. Quickly, I have a great um, four-bedroom, one-and-a-half-bath colonial coming on in Bridgewater. Um, When's it coming on? Uh, Wednesday. Tomorrow. 580. Woo! Tomorrow. Again, your phone number? 617-448-4896. Woo! Mm-hmm.